Production support for Noon Edition comes from Smithville. Fiber internet, streaming TV, home security, and automation in southern Indiana. More information at smithville.com. And from the Bloomington Health Foundation, partnering with local organizations and citizens to invest in programs that address our community's health needs. Bloomington Health Foundation, improving health and well-being takes a community. More at bloomhf.org. Welcome to Noon Edition on WFIU. I'm Bob Zaltzberg from the WFIU WTIU News Team. I'm co-hosting today with Sarah Whitmeyer, the WFIU WTIU News Director, and we're recording the show remotely, of course, because of COVID-19, trying to stay as safe and keep everybody as safe as possible. Today, we're going to be talking with members of the high school class of 2020 about their plans and how it feels to be finishing their high school career during a pandemic. We have four guests with us from around the area. We have Trent Kirby, who's, a, uh, who's from Bloomington High School South, Jaden Rodriguez, who's from Franklin Central High School, Grace Wang, who's from Columbus North High School, and Abby Fuller, who's from Eastern Green High School. If you have questions or comments for these graduating seniors, you can send them to us at news at indianapublicmedia.org. You can also follow us on Twitter at Noon Edition. All right. Well, I'm going to ask each one of you to um, talk a little bit about yourselves. And I'm going to start with Jaden Rodriguez first, if you can give us a, a short bio to make sure we know uh, who you are. Hi, my name is Jaden Rodriguez. I am a senior from Franklin Central High School. I'm currently enlisted with the U.S. With the US Air Force. Okay. Um, could I just ask what what uh, you know what you've done in high school? What what have you been involved in? Uh, I spent a lot of time in the theater department. All four years of high school, I was working either tech or I was uh, working in the musical. Um, I did track during high school. I threw shot put, and I also helped with the creative writing club. Okay, great. So let's go next to Abby Fuller. Abby. Hi, I'm Abby Fuller. I'm a senior at Eastern Green High School. I'm going to be attending Chicoche University for Esthetician School. Okay, and what what were what was your high school years? What were your high school years like? What what kind of things did you do? I was involved with many sports throughout the year. I ran track and played basketball and volleyball. I was also a student athletic trainer for our football team one year. Okay. And Grace, why don't you go next? Hey, uh, hi, I'm Grace Wong. I'm from Columbus North High School. And uh, in the fall, I hope that I will be attending Harvard to study economics, but um, I may take a gap year depending on whether or not it will be online or not. And uh, in high school, I was very involved in creative writing. I was really involved in a lot of uh, academic teams, academic bowl teams. And I also did tennis. Okay, and Trent is our, our last last of the seniors. Yeah, hi. Um, I'm Trent Kirby. I went to Bloomington South High School, and uh, I plan on going to IU as a director mid to Kelly in the fall. And during my years in high school, I played basketball four years, football four years, and I was in a group called Sounds of South, which is basically like our choir and like. We, we throw musicals and stuff in the fall. And I did that for three years. Okay, so I wanna, Trent, I'll keep you on first. So we'll start, we'll start with you on the second question, but I think one of the big things that's so different, and I have to say before I go any further, this is one of my favorite shows of the year. It's always great to talk to high school seniors, uh, people who have, uh, are getting ready to start a new chapter of their lives. And we've talked to a lot who've done a lot of different things and they've all been really interesting to talk to. And I'm, I have no doubt that you four are going to be the same today, but this is different because you have not really been in your school building for a couple of months now. So if you all four can sort of describe to us, you know, what it's been like to finish up um, the way that you've had to finish up, uh, I'd appreciate it. So Trent, why don't you go first? 
Well, for me, uh, a lot of times, like, seniors will, like, kind of have, like, an easier, like, end of, like, their year won't be as hard as, like, their previous years. But for me, my last semester, I had, like, four really hard classes that I was trying to get through, like, a dual credit course for IU and, like, multiple AP classes. So, I mean, I had kind of a busy schedule. But it helped that, like, a lot of our teachers, at least in, like, at my school, they were really trying to reach out and help in any way we could and tried to make it as much like a classroom experience as like it, we could obviously during these really weird times. So mm -hmm. Grace. Um, yeah, for me, it was definitely kind of, um, of course it was a shock, but also it was kind of a weight off my shoulders just because I was also juggling a few AP classes and I was also going um, involved with a few extracurriculars. So it was actually like, kind of um, an interesting break from what my school schedule usually looked like. But also, of course, it's really sad that we didn't get to have prom or graduation or any of that stuff. So it's kind of um, a, give a give and take of things that maybe are helping me wind down the school year, but also not getting to finish in a traditional way. Abby? Yeah, it was definitely a, a weird time, but at my school, our teachers were very involved with reaching out to us and helping us and making sure that we were getting the help that we needed if we needed it. And especially being in a few in a few dual credit classes, it was definitely kind of like a weight off my shoulders because there was lots of projects that you know we didn't have to do anymore because there was just no possible way that we could have done it online. But um, it was definitely a change, and I'm really proud of all the way or how the seniors have handled this situation and how they still pushed and did their hardest or did their best through it all. But it was definitely a change. And Jaden, um, it's it's been really kind of frustrating to be honest because all there are all these plans to do everything for your senior year, and this is like the year that our parents and our relatives talked about for our entire lives telling us, you know, this would be the greatest year and everything. And then to have it not happen is kind of frustrating, but at my school, the school and the teachers and also parents in the community has just been very supportive of us. And they did a thing called adopt a senior where every senior was adopted and another family brought gifts for them to so at least we still felt celebrated in some way. We did so that too. Yeah, go ahead, Trent. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to make sure that you all get plenty of time to talk, but just jump in if you've got something you want to say. You don't have to wait for me to call on you. Um, so, Trent, how did that go here in, at, at South? Well, I mean, it was kind of a similar thing. Like, I would even help my mom some. Like, once, like, I kind of knew what the situation was because they obviously made it sort of a surprise at first. But, yeah, it was fun. Like, me and my mom would go out and, like, pick stuff out and go deliver them. I mean, it just kind of brought the community together, like back together a little bit after being apart. So, I mean, it was, it was really cool. Mm -hmm. So I think we should say also, and, and it seems like most seniors in high school, uh, you know, I, I have not done a scientific study of any kind, but you seem to be handling this very maturely. The four of you certainly seem to, because of course there are a lot of people that, you know, are very sick or losing their lives or losing loved ones. And it's tough to lose out on all that stuff in your high school senior year, but there's, there are sadder stories around, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So I appreciate your uh, your maturity and in the way that you're all handling this. Um, so Jaden, you're going to be heading off to the Air Force. So has this changed your plan in any way? COVID, the COVID nineteen, has it altered you know what your schedule or when you can go? Uh, slightly. Uh, how basic training is going to go has changed just a little bit. So at the beginning. Uh, for the first two weeks, I'll be on restricted movement with my flight or the group that I'm training with. And also, we don't know yet if my date has been pushed back yet for if I for when I leave or not. It could change. We're not sure yet. So far, it looks like I'll still be leaving uh, June 9th. Okay. And so, again, why did you choose uh, military over going to college or going into the workforce, you know, into a job? I'd not, always, the, not that the military isn't a job. So. Yeah. I'd always wanted to be, uh, since I was in sixth grade, I dreamed of being in the military. At first it was the Marines and then it was, it just flipped back and forth. I also wanted to be in law enforcement. And when I started looking into branches, the Air Force was the one that would give me 
the best benefits, the one that would treat me the best and give me like the best opportunities out of all the branches. Okay. Do you have uh, other friends who are going to be joining the Air Force or other branches of the military with you or along? Yeah, with the same I have. Time? I have quite a few friends from FC who are um, or from other schools. I went to a, I went to a place called Central Nine Vocational School, and I met mm-hmm. other kids from other schools, and they're all going to the military as well. Okay. Um, those of you who uh, I'm going to turn to Grace and Trent because you're in sort of a there's kind of a no man's land right now, uh, no woman's land, I guess we could say too, uh, about whether you're going to be on campus or not in the fall. So what are you, what are you thinking about? Um, you know, I, Grace, you said you might take a gap year. When, when are you going to know? And if, if you do take a gap year, what are you going to do? Yeah, um, it's been kind of a difficult decision to make just because um, my school hasn't announced yet whether or not we will be on campus or what fall semester will look like. Um, There's just a lot of sort of tradition that I wouldn't want to miss out on um, on campus. If we were to be online, then we would miss out on most of those things that traditionally happen during the freshman fall. Um, I would only take a gap year probably if travel restrictions were lifted and I was able to travel or um, start some sort of project. I don't think I would take a gap year if it would just be me at home doing nothing, I think I would still prefer to start college if that were the case. Okay. And how about you, Trent? Well, for me, uh, I plan on going to IU and I'm already living in Bloomington. So like for me, it's like, and I was already planning on living at home also. So if I had to do stuff like learning at home, I don't, I don't think it would be like a huge deal. I mean, obviously the college experience, like Grace said, like that's huge freshman year. But I mean, I think I still plan on going to school no matter the case. Abby, I would think it would be really difficult to learn online the kind of skills you're going to need to go into to get an esthetician license. Um, what's what's your school planning for for uh, the, the foreseeable future? So they have different start dates every six weeks and there's um, a start date here in a few weeks that I won't be attending because I originally wasn't going to be graduating yet, but um, they're going to do the first six weeks online and the first weeks anyways are like in classroom, like textbook kind of learning. So that's not going to be too difficult. Um, But after that, yeah, it's going to be difficult to learn all the, all the different techniques and all the different facials and things like that. So right now they're still unsure about when we're actually going to be able to come in and, you know, practice, you know, in person. So right now I'm kind of just in the dark waiting to see how things, you know, turn out and to see if I'll actually be able to have, you know, in-person classes or not. I just have a question for all of you. And that is, do you think there are things that you missed in the last third of the year that without those things, it's going to affect your ability to sort of hit the ground running and whatever the next stage is for you? I honestly think that this whole experience is preparing us even more because it's teaching us to adapt to change and everyone seems to be handling it better than I think we all thought we would. And it's just helping us be prepared for like the unexpected in the future. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Anybody else? That was uh, Jaden and Abby, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grace, Trent? Um, yeah, I also think that it's a really great way to just kind of prepare us for the future and also to kind of just open our eyes to the world. Because of course, maybe in high school, um, maybe you're kind of in a bubble where you're only in that world of high school, but having this happen to us and seeing the world in a little bit of a, of a bigger picture before we leave for college, I think is really important. And also just having kind of this extra time with my family, I've really appreciated it before I have to go to college. Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah, I would agree that it's definitely like been a learning experience. And I think in general, the, the class of 2020 will be a lot stronger for it. Like for example, like I was on the basketball team and we were like getting ready to prepare for regionals and stuff. And like they, they canceled it like the day we were about to head down to see more to play. Well, I, I, they had delayed it at the time, but like we were all just like shocked, like because nothing like this has happened to any of us. And I think it's just going to be like a big learning experience for all of us that like the world like doesn't wait for anybody and it'll like change 
like in many ways that like you won't expect. So, yeah, I want to pursue this question a little bit deeper. I, I do have to say that Trent, your basketball team, as a lot of people who are listening might know, but some might not, was undefeated, uh, basically favored to win the state championship. So it was a it was a special year you had going on. Um, I wanted to ask you all to say a little bit more about about what you did learn. I mean, is there something that you know when you is there a way that you're different now than you were two months ago before this whole thing started? Is there something that you've really learned um, not to take for granted or that you've learned is, is more important than you maybe thought it was? And Abby, let's start with you. Um, something that I learned was definitely not to take time for granted. I mean, I was definitely looking forward to spending you know, the last few weeks with my fellow classmates and making our final memories together. And it kind of just taught me that, you know, we never know what's going to happen. You know, we never know if it's going to be, you know, the last time we see someone. And it's kind of just taught me to, you know, enjoy the moment that I'm in, you know, not to take it for granted. And, you know, to talk to those people that you might not normally talk to because it might be the last time that you see them in the classroom. Or to just really check in on the people around me because you never know what's going on in their lives. And they might just need someone to check in and make sure that they're okay. Okay, Grace? Yeah, I definitely agree that it's really taught me that time spent with my friends, especially friends that maybe um, were going in different directions after high school, it's really important to spend a lot of time with them. And it's kind of made me regret maybe not making the time for some of my friends during my high school career, like maybe prioritizing an extracurricular or something over just having that time to make memories with them. So that's something I'll definitely take into college and learn to like um, an experience in school isn't just about academics, but it's about the people you meet as well. Jaden? It's taught me to appreciate every little thing that comes and goes. Like I've started to appreciate hanging out with my younger sisters and my mom more. I've gotten to know them better than I, I thought I knew my family pretty well, but being stuck inside with them for 10 weeks has shown me I didn't know them as well as I thought I did. So getting to hang out with my little sisters more and getting to be around them more and just being with my family makes me appreciate everything just a little bit more. And it's making me appreciate time more as I'm getting ready to leave. Trent? Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of the same stuff I'm hearing, just like a lot of us, like we've just haven't, we've lost a lot of our touch with our friends that like, we don't know when we're going to see them again, like with this quarantine, like we don't know if we're ever going to see these people again. And like, we just have learned to cherish like the people that we're with, like me and my family, obviously everyone's spending a lot more time with their family. It's building those like bonds even deeper than like they were before. So same thing. All right, good. We're talking with four high school seniors who are graduating during the, the pandemic. Uh, if you have questions or comments for them, you can give us a call or you can't give us a call, but you can send us a note news at indianapublicmedia.org and ask your question or, or give us your comment. You can also find us on Twitter at Noon Edition. Um, so the four that we have with us are Trent Kirby from Bloomington High School South, Jaden Rodriguez from Franklin Central High School, Grace Wong from Columbus North High School, and Abby Fuller from Eastern Green High School. So as I said before, this is one of my favorite shows of the year. And you know we have talked now for 20 minutes or so basically about COVID-19, and we'll probably talk about it more um, before the show's over, but that's been our topic for the last, I think, eight or nine weeks on this show, wall-to-wall. Uh, -wall. Today, we can talk about a few other things, and I want to ask each of you first to think about, you know, before COVID-19 hit, I mean, what were the issues, the, the, the greater issues that you were maybe passionate about or curious about or wanted to learn more about that that would be you know a little bit bigger maybe than just what you were doing in high school for the next day let's start with let's start with trent on that one well for me my big focus at the time before all this started was probably basketball because like we had really high hopes this year of like going far in the tournament and like we were all just like ready to go and like we, we were undefeated at the time. So like, we, we were like really like looking forward to like what we could do in the tournament this year. So, I mean, that was probably it for me. Like we were really, really excited about this year. So again, I want to explore that a little bit because, you know, basketball is, is a sport, but 
it's more than winning and losing. What did you learn from the game of basketball besides just the fact that you could win every time out? Well, it's a lot about like having trust in your teammates. Like I think the bonds that I made, we had five seniors on our team this year and we were just like super close. Like we, we were always on the same page and like, it, it was so fun to like be with those guys every day and practice and just work for a common goal. So like, yeah, I think that was a big thing. Just like the camaraderie with all of that. All right, Jaden. I think my biggest word was just getting ready for basic training and trying to set a good example for my younger sisters before I leave and teaching them to like how to hold their own before I left. And it's still a big concern of mine, but before this whole mess started or this COVID came into place, just being there and teaching them how to like take care of themselves and to be there for my mom while I'm gone. How old are your sisters? My sisters are 11 and eight. Okay. All right, Grace. Um, so during the school year, I was actually planning to do this kind of creative writing um, volunteering seminar with some of the younger students in my community. So uh, one of the things I'm really passionate about is creative writing and um, sort of that form of self-expression. So I was going to kind of do this um, like month-long sort of lesson plan with all of these elementary students school students and kind of give them some basics to creative writing, um, get them kind of interested in this form of um, how to express themselves. So that was something I was planning to do. I ended up um, doing it online. So it kind of still worked out uh, despite the situation. And I was also looking forward to um, doing some traveling over the summer just because I'm really passionate about history as well. And I think that it, history would probably be something that I'm looking forward to studying uh, when I go into college. So I was uh, planning to go to a few places during the summer and kind of just see the different culture and the different history of those places. What what interests you about history? I'm just, I'm really interested in kind of human behavior, I think, and um, sort of the science behind what drives people to do things and also how culture and how society shapes individuals and their behavior. And so where did you hope to go this summer? Uh, I was actually planning kind of an East Asian trip um, and I had, so I was going to go, of course, to China. I go to China pretty much every summer to see family. And I was also planning to go to Japan and South Korea. And then in the wintertime, I was planning a trip to Europe as well. But of course, all of those plans have been put on the back burner. So we'll see when I get to do those. Okay. Uh, Abby, what were you interested in? What, what were your passion points? Well, I mean, before all this started happening, um, I started working at Kohl's. I decided that, you know, I wasn't going to make a career in sports. So I might as well, you know, start saving money. And I wanted to start saving money. So this summer I could also go travel and go see the world and, you know, make more memories with my friends because I was already realizing that our time together was short. Like in a few months that, you know, we'd see each other a couple months, you know, or a couple times a year, you know, if that. So I was really just, you know, focused on spending time with my friends and, you know, traveling. I was really, really looking forward to, you know, the trips I was going to take with my friends this year and going out um, to like Montana to see my family out there. Okay. Sarah? I'm curious with Grace and Trent. Um, Trent, you're going to the business school and Grace, you're interested in economics. How has your interest changed based on the way the economy is right now? For me, I mean, it hasn't changed too much because obviously it's a unique situation that we're in right now. And I think there's still plenty of opportunity in the future for the economy to expand and like, get bounced back to normal so just once the, all of this is over so I mean it hasn't really affected what I, my thoughts about it so far I'm very positive thinking about it for me it was kind of um just I've always been interested in economics not really yes. in in a finance route but kind of sort of economics as the the way we learn about how people prioritize resources or um maximize their resources. So I think it's really interesting um, how we've seen sort of the economy kind of crumble during this time and how stocks have kind of plummeted. And maybe 
how it's been interesting for me to see how the government has responded to that and kind of some of the policies that they've put in place. Um, meanwhile, we have also sort of this rising uh, unemployment rate and things like this. And it's interesting for me to see how these things are being addressed and in what order our society is prioritizing them. So I think that's definitely something I wanna look into more in the future. Abby and Jane, I wanna start with you on, on this one. Um, what was the experience like having to to work mainly online and did it did it have an impact on any any um special projects that you were going to be working on as the as the um, your school career wound up abby you want to go first um i'm always really interested in finding new ways to learn so you know from switching from in in uh from i'm sorry from being like in-person classes to online, you know, that wasn't really something that scared me because I really like, you know, finding new ways to learn how to do something. So that there, that was all right with me. You know, I caught on really, really fast, but something that um, did get taken away from me from project wise was for our government classes. We always do, we always get into groups and we come up with our own campaigns and we kind of like have our own, um, election in the class and I was really looking forward to doing that we had already started it but we obviously didn't get very far with it but I was really looking forward to doing that and I'm really upset that we didn't get to finish that project are you interested in politics um not really I mean it was just it was fun to do you know with my classmates but it's definitely not something that I was really interested in it was just you're not you're not gonna fun. run for anything anytime soon no okay. definitely not. all right Jaden um, it definitely messed with how I do schoolwork a lot. I'm more of a hands-on learner and I find it harder to motivate myself when I'm not in a group setting or I'm not, I'm not working in an area where I can focus more. Cause when I'm at home, I feel like there's more distractions and it's harder to motivate myself. And it's that I have teachers at my school that actually were very helpful and actually helping me plan a future out. Um, a former government teacher of mine was always very supportive of me and I love talking to him during the days. And so that partly was what made my day. And so not being able to see him every day kind of brings down my motivation. Uh, he got me into politics and I talk a lot with him and not seeing him and talking about these things, I don't know, just kind of affected how schoolwork is for me. Mm -hmm. Let's stick with that theme of, of teachers and I'll let uh, Trent and Grace start on this, but I'd like to hear from all four of you. You know, one of the things that happened while parents were trying to teach their kids from home and while, uh, you know, there was a lot more learning going on, you know, at, in the uh, the living room is I think people got a better understanding of what teachers do and perhaps maybe had a little more appreciation for teachers. And I want to give each of you a chance to talk about, you know, your relationships with teachers. What makes a great teacher today? And did you did you have any great teachers, Trent? Yeah, for me, I definitely learned from this that like teach. I need a teacher to like kind of learn better. I mean, for me, a teacher is just very important if they can like be the. It's like the dependability. Like you won't always need a teacher to like answer a question, but the fact that they're there and they're always willing and ready to help, and they want to build that like almost personal relationship with you while you're trying to learn. I think that's like what's really special in a lot of teachers and. During this time, like a lot of my teachers, they definitely tried as hard as they could to keep that personal connection. Like they would make videos with walkthroughs and everything and have meetings every week. And it was just, it was cool to see that they were trying their best during this difficult time. And I really appreciated that. Grace? Um, for me, I think what makes a really good teacher is a teacher who's both sort of knowledgeable and passionate about the subject they teach. So when I can kind of feel that, when I go into their classroom, I really appreciate that. And I've been lucky to have so many teachers who are passionate like that and who have made me passionate about their topics. So I'm really grateful for all my teachers, especially during um, these last few years of high school. They've really shaped me into the student I am and gotten me interested in these fields that I never thought that I would maybe have an interest in, but they've really sort of sparked that in me. So name one field that you didn't think you'd be interested in that you wound up um, actually enjoying the class? Um, history is a really big example for me. So I came into high school um, not really interested in 
the realm of social sciences at all. I had never really been a passionate social studies student, um, even though I was kind of into uh, maybe government, uh, political sciences, but never really history. And then I took um, my first AP course actually was AP European history. And um, shout out to Mr. Hillenberg if he's listening, but that he was so passionate and knowledgeable about all of this. And I really learned about um, all these social movements and art and how it affects culture and things like that. And since then, I've just, I've loved history. Okay, Abby? Um, this has definitely taught me that, you know, teachers deserve way more credit than they do get. I mean, these teachers have went above and beyond to make sure that all of the students are getting the help they need. And if they have questions out there, they're there to answer them. And they'll stay up until midnight trying to help, you know, one of our students write a paper or finish a project. But I've definitely have had some teachers that have always been there for me who have helped me through so much. And without them, I definitely don't think I'd be the person who I am today. You know, a lot of our teachers would have weekly one-on-one -on -one meetings with all their students, you know, just to make sure they're okay. Not, not exactly to help them with schoolwork, but, you know, just to be there and to be your friend and make sure that they're doing okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, Jaden? Um, I think what makes a great teacher is someone who's willing to understand what, it's, what a student is going through. Um, I had some teachers who understood the stress that a student would go through and they wouldn't exactly like cut, cut corners for them, but that they were there to support them and help them through whatever they were going through. I had teachers who helped me a lot during stressful times in my life during high school who were there to support me and answer any questions I had, who were willing to stay after and help me with class. And then just were always around, all around very supportive of me. And then also being able to just like connect with your students more. Like I went on sort of a personal level during class. I had, um, I had a government teacher who would always call me Ms. Rodriguez, no matter like where he saw me, I saw him when I graduated the other day and he, said hi Miss Rodriguez and like with the biggest smile on his face and it absolutely made my day like just when teachers do stuff like that I think it really helps them connect with their students and helps get their students going on a better path so I like to ask this question every year but uh you know again with with the four of you I want to know you know what what do adults what do people like you know people who are in my age bracket or Sarah's age bracket Sarah's considerably younger than me um what do we not understand? What should we know about the class of 2020 people in your, in your age group, the people who are graduating from high school this year? Anybody can start. I think a big thing to just understand is that times have changed and what may have been a struggle when like someone like my mom was a, was a teenager, struggles have changed from what they were. And so, you know, maybe that might be economically, maybe it just might be like, um, there, one, one example is like, uh, say bullying, maybe bullying, there wasn't yeah. really social media bullying or anything like that. And in our age group, there definitely is. And sometimes stuff like that is hard to escape. And it's not sometimes so easy as like just turning off the computer. I've heard that comment a lot throughout high school. It's just things like that have changed and it's, it's hard to explain it, but you just need to understand that things like that have changed and it's harder to get away from, especially with mental health, things like that have changed. Okay, that was Jaden. So um, who wants to go next, Grace? Yeah, sure. Um, I definitely agree that one thing that adults should know is that times have changed and we're kind of growing up in this um, world that's maybe a little bit more industrialized or kind of it's speeding up in terms of what we have to do and when we do them. And maybe there's not more pressure, but different pressures now. But I, I also think something that um, adults should know is that we're, we're kind of adults too. Like we're not maybe not to that level where uh, we have the world figured out or where we can maybe do everything for ourselves. But I think we're getting there. And I hope that adults can just also see us not as maybe high schoolers traditionally, but like we can be mature enough to understand things and to adapt to things as well. Yeah, I think it's clear that adults don't have everything figured out either. So, <laughs> Abby. Um. Yeah. Definitely, times have changed. You know, I have a lot of family family members or family members are like, oh, when I was your age, if I wanted to 
you know, look up information. I had to go through all kinds of books and you have it so easy. Like you have technology, but like times have changed. We have different resources now. And I don't think that, you know, some of them might not realize it, but, you know, I think um, that one thing that they, they don't realize is, you know, things are always changing. You know, when we have kids, you know, we're going to be like, oh, well, we just looked it up on the internet and they're going to be like, oh, well, we just had it. I don't know, but I just think something they don't understand is time is changing and that it's not going to be like how it was when they were our age. Grant? Yeah, I definitely agree that times are changing and like a lot of times parents will like, they, they like to worry and they, they're like, I don't know if they're ready or whatever for like the, the real world. But I think something that 2020 especially can like keep in their back pocket is like we were seniors during this pandemic and we had a big change to like one of the most like significant years in our lives and we've been able to like get through it and like almost thrive in a way and I think it just shows like kind of our class's resilience and that like we'll be able to get through whatever life throws at us in the future. So let's talk a little more about technology. I mean how how is that making your life better? And then as Jaden said, there's their bullying issues that maybe in some ways the technologies available to people are, are causing some harm. So how is it making your lives better? And, and what are the issues that we should be looking out for? And Jaden, I'll let you start since you sort of started this conversation. Um, technology is giving us more access to things. It's definitely making life easier in a lot of ways, like with school, honestly, it, having technology like my school provides Chromebooks and laptops and stuff that definitely has made school easier and because kids who might not have access to laptops and stuff more access to the schoolwork they need to get done and helps move things along but also raises issues of bullying like I said earlier bullying and stuff I've had friends who became targets of bullying I've had friends who've had their pictures stolen and then used for other accounts and stuff it's just created a lot of issues like that typically with my age group that i've seen uh, i've been the victim of bullying before and it's online and it's kind of stressful uh, it doesn't matter how many times i turn off my phone or turn off my laptop it's still an issue that i have to deal with and it's it's causing a lot of it's caused a lot of mental health issues for my friends that i've seen so while technology can is very helpful, especially with this age group and what we're going through right now with COVID. It also raises a lot of issues like that that make it hard to com to combat. Grace? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would agree that definitely technology is really important right now. And I think it's given me a lot of opportunity um, personally from not only this coronavirus situation where all of our learning is online, I can't even imagine if this had happened like 15, 20 years ago, where what we would have done then in terms of going to school and staying connected to our friends. So technology has really been helpful for me in that realm. Also, since I'm so passionate about creative writing, um, sometimes resources in this area can be maybe a little bit scarce where I'm from. Um, we don't really have that many creative writing classes in school. So something I've found really helpful is finding these seminars that are online so I've done a few um, kind of online writing things over the past few summers, which have really helped me um, both develop my skills as a writer and also just be more prepared for um, kind of these online courses as well. Okay. I think Abby, let's go with Abby. I mean, I definitely agree without technology right now, it'd be super hard to do our schoolwork and to communicate, but a negative, you know, part of technology is, you know, growing up, like, going to the doctors or the eye doctor they're always like get off your phone go outside don't watch tv too much and now I mean I'm on my computer eight hours a day doing work and it's just honestly I think technology could be a negative something negative to you know our community because growing up you know like I said you know that was something that doctors didn't want us to be on they didn't want us to watch you know tv or be on the computer or play games on our ipad or something and now you know people are looking at a computer screen all day long yeah, Trent? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think technology has been overall beneficial for everyone, but it comes with this like expectation of like being responsible with the technology. 
and this brings back in like the bullying situation like yeah if you're given this technology you're like expected to be responsible on it and like it's it needs to be monitored like how people are using it as well like a lot of families like they need to be more involved like with their kids on like technology because a lot of times like you know you know like kids can be seeing what like stuff they shouldn't be and like and then and like they can be doing things that they shouldn't be doing on their technology so it just adds a whole level of like freedom that needs to be monitored so we have about uh, 12 minutes to go in the program if anybody has a question that you want to send in news at indianapublicmedia.org or you can also find us on twitter at noon edition you will be talking with trent kirby from bloomington high school south Jaden rodriguez from franklin central high school Grace Wong from Columbus North High School and Abby Fuller from Eastern Green High School. We're talking to them about what's going on uh, with their senior class who has had a, a different experience than any senior class before them in our area. Sarah? How are you all celebrating graduation given social distancing rules and everything? Bloomington South is doing an online like graduation like kind of slideshow almost. It's like a, they're they're making a video, and then in July we're doing like an optional, like you can walk across the stage and like get pictures, but like it's all social distancing like, because it, obviously it's hard to coordinate that kind of thing with like all these people. So, um, at Eastern, all the seniors we put together like a minute long video. And tomorrow, which was our original graduation date, they're gonna release it and they're gonna put it all together. And it's just gonna like be something that we can experience on our actual graduation day, you know, something that, and we're all gonna get copies of it to have. So we'll always have it with us. And then in July, we have a graduation ceremony planned, but we're still, you know, playing it day to day to see how things turn out. Um, for Columbus North, one of the things that we're doing is actually when we go to return our books. So it's um, May 26th, 27th and 28th, I think. As we go to return all of our textbooks and things, they're going to have us wear our graduation gowns and then we can get our diplomas and get pictures during that time. And on May 30th, we also have sort of a graduation video that will be uh, streamed during when graduation would have been. And I was really lucky to, I was able to give a speech at graduation. So a few, um, I think just last week, actually, I went into my, sc my school with social distancing and we filmed this video for graduation. So that was a really interesting thing to be a part of. At Franklin Central, uh, what we did is uh, everyone was able to walk across the stage with their diploma. So when we went and dropped off our textbooks, we wore our cap and gowns. Um, and then we got our diploma from a table and we walked across the stage and we got to take a professional picture in front of the school little setup they had. And then we also did the adopt a senior and some people are talking about doing a seniors parade throughout Franklin Township where everyone like paints their cars and the seniors get to stick their heads out of the windows and, and, and drive around the township. Yeah, I'm curious about with your family and friends, if you had graduation parties planned, what about those kind of things? Trent, you wanna start? Um, I think I am still having one at some point, but obviously with the restrictions right now, I'm not sure when that's going to happen, but we're still hopeful that I can have a party at some point. Yeah, I originally, oh, go ahead. Sorry, no, you, you, you go first. All right. I originally had a party scheduled for next weekend, but we've obviously had to cancel it, but we're definitely looking into having, you know, some type of graduation party for me, you know, later in July or in early August. So I'm really hoping that I'll still get to celebrate with my friends and my family. Yeah, for me, we didn't have anything planned yet just because of all this uh, coronavirus stuff that was going on. But hopefully I can have some sort of celebration uh, maybe in the summertime before I go off to college. My family was planning on having a um, graduation slash going away party uh, June 7th, right before I left. Uh, seeing as that can no longer happen due to restrictions. Um, we're hoping that once I come back, which should be around Christmas, uh, we can have some sort of celebration. Okay, so I want to ask you, we're going to switch gears a little bit. Uh, we mentioned politics briefly. We're not going to talk about it much, but I just want to know, it's an election year. Are all, which, ones, which one of you is going to vote? 
Anybody planning on voting? I am. I, I am too. That's three. Trent? I'm not sure. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what will go into what will decide what will be the decider, Trent? At this point, it'll be of like how confident I am that I know like what my opinions are. Like I obviously have like some stuff, but like I, I definitely need to like be sure that I'm making the right decision. Cause like I, I personally, I'm not a huge guy in politics. I'm not into that stuff as much so far, but I know it's important. So like, I definitely will try to like look into it more and like get like, I want, I want to vote if I can, if I feel like confident about it, but. Okay. All right. Well, for the other three of you, what, what's the, is there a key issue that you're going to be paying attention to? either on the national or state or local level? I think uh, my main thing is how they're going to handle this going forward. Like whenever the new president comes into office, like how are they going to handle the aftermath of COVID? What's their game plan for this? Okay. Like, what are they planning to do? Yeah, I definitely agree with her. Okay, great. Yeah, I think that's a deciding factor for me as well. Also, I just, um, there's no really issue in particular for me right now, but just uh, I want to vote for a candidate who at least has some semblance to my values or is leaning towards the same way that I do on most things. So I think that's the way I'm going to vote. Okay, so in our last uh, five minutes or so, I want to ask each one of you to talk about, I've got two questions. So the first question is, what are you, what are you most concerned about about your next, the next phase of your life, because you're, you're doing different stuff. So what's, what's the biggest worry as you go into the next phase for, as you go from high school to, to what you have planned next? And uh, Abby, let me ask you that. Mine's definitely, you know, if I can actually start, I mean, I'll definitely be doing hands-on things and, you know, if things don't start cleaning up, clearing up and I won't be able to, I won't be able to go to school. I'm going to have to find a new plan and I'm just, I'm really scared that I'm going to have to find something else to do for a while, but I'm really hoping that things do get better and I'll be able to go to school like I have planned. And I hope that I can, uh, I can achieve my goals for the, uh, my life after college or after okay. high school. Well, yeah, let me, let me ask the second question of you then first. Um, what are you looking forward to the most? Um, probably just new experiences, meeting new people, um, I, that's something that I really enjoy is meeting new people, you know, learning from, you know, things that they've done, you know, where they came from, but, um, mine's just getting new experiences and learning from them. Okay. Grace. Um, for me, so something that I'm kind of worried about, like Abby said, is whether or not I'll be able to, uh, start in person in the fall with, um, my further studies, but also, since if I am able to, one thing I'm kind of maybe a little bit hesitant of is just adjusting to my kind of new living style because I will be, um, I'll, I'll have to move to Massachusetts away from most of my, all of, all of my family actually. And um, just kind of adjusting to maybe a more rigorous academic world than what I'm used to and balancing extracurriculars and social life and things like that as well. Okay, and what are you looking forward to the most? Um, I'm looking forward also, it's kind of the same thing. I'm looking forward to just going somewhere new and having this new experience and also getting to study at an institution with all these really great minds who have done so many things and just having that opportunity. Okay, Jaden? I think a biggest worry of mine was just being mentally prepared to like adapt even more to changing from like my everyday life like just here with my family and going to school and everything to then changing to having everything being just, I don't even know what's going to happen at basic training and just being mentally prepared for everything that's going to change and what they're going to throw at me and what I'm going to have to adapt to and just be ready for. Okay. And you're, what are you looking forward to the most? I'm looking really forward though, for, to get pushed, get, to get pushed to like, to see what I can actually do to, just to see what my limitations are. Trent? Personally, I think my biggest worry would probably be like, like short term, like if we're going, if we're not going to be like in classes 
the fall like if that'll be like enough to like get me ready to like learning at the college level like if the online experience will like actually be enough for me to actually like get something out of it in long term i think my biggest worry is like if i like picking my major because like i, I just want to make sure that i'm doing the right thing and like what's in the best interest for me based on like what I, i'm good at and so yeah i mean there's a lot of like uncertainty in the future when it comes to that Okay, Sarah. Oh, I thought Sarah had a question for you at the end. Okay, so um, so Trent, you've been following IU's announcements. So when do y'all expect to know or hope to know? You know exactly what you're going to be doing. Probably tomorrow, right? Yeah, I mean, at this point, we're hoping for something maybe in July. But at this point, like, I don't know if anyone is sure, like, what the plan is going to be for the future, near future. So, I mean, yeah, we're, we're just patiently waiting to see what they say. Okay. Jaden, you have probably more idea than the other folks, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Grace, does, has Harvard made any indication when they're going to know? Um, they have said that school will be open in the fall um, whether that means online or in person they're not sure yet um, school's set to start august 26 so i hope they'll give us at least like a month's notice so maybe sometime in july we'll find out all right and abby how about you i'm supposed to have a meeting here in a few weeks with one of the ladies in the admissions office to you know figure out if we're gonna be doing um in-person classes or if it's gonna be online but right now they're still leaning towards online. But okay. I'm hoping I'm hoping soon we'll be able to go back to normal. All right. We're really out of time. If, if any of you have one last thing that you want to say that you were dying to say today but didn't get it through, now's the time. Um, I just like, yeah. oh, sorry, you can go first. Go ahead. I was just going to say thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed talking to everyone. Oh, sure, Grace. Thank you. Jaden? Uh, thank you for having me on here. It was a great opportunity. And I also like to, just to thank my recruiter, my recruiter for giving me the chance to do this as well and for picking me to do this. He's really been extremely supportive and helpful through this whole process. All right. Thank you, Jaden. Trent, Abby, no I need. Want, okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Abby. I just want to say, yeah, just thank you for having me. You did very well. <laughs> and Trent, thank you. I'm not going to put you through that, though, because we're out of time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go ahead, Trent. Yeah, just thanks for the opportunity. And I mean, it, it was really cool getting to hear from other seniors and like hearing about their experiences and just being able to like share my story. So just thanks for that outlet. I mean, it's really awesome. All right. Thanks a lot to Trent Kirby, Jaden Rodriguez, Grace Wong, and Abby Fuller. For Sarah Whitmire, producers Benton Boutier, Kathy Knapp, and John Bailey, and engineers Mike, uh, Matt Stonecipher and Mike Pashkash. I'm Bob Salzberg. Thanks for listening. Noon Edition is a production of WFIU Public Radio. A podcast of this program is available at WFIU.org. Production support for Noon Edition comes from Smithville, fiber internet, streaming TV, home security, and automation in southern Indiana. More information at smithville.com. And from the Bloomington Health Foundation, partnering with local organizations and citizens to invest in programs that address our community's health needs. Bloomington Health Foundation, improving health and well-being takes a community. More at bloomhf.org.